it is a great blessing to be here in the house of God with the believers. I can hardly believe late Pastor Dan Sumter and Dr. Sumter is not here. When I came here, always Dr. Sumter was here. Pastor Dan Sumter was here. I miss them so much. Time certainly flies. I have been in the ministry 33 years. I was called and I went to a Bible college and first year I joined this wonderful church. I learned a lot. Dr. Sumter not only taught me from the word of God, he taught me from his own life. He was so kind to me. I just miss him so much. I'm trying to um, not, not to be so emotional tonight, but uh, please forgive me. Yesterday, when I saw Brother Crane, Brother Wukati, when I came here, they were here. I saw them faithfully serving the Lord. When I saw uh, two of them, just one word I want to say. This English is very difficult for me. Faithfulness, you tell me. Those to God's servant remind me about faithfulness. I'm so glad they are still here. And also, um, I saw many familiar faces when I was here 19, since 1983 to 1986. And I'm so happy to be with you tonight. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for welcoming me. And thank you so much for helping our Compassion Ministry. Before I share with them, uh, we call Compassion Ministry, we providing uh, food to North Korean starving children. But let me a uh, little bit talk about 
Pastor Dan Sumter and uh, Pastor Dr. Sumter. We went to uh, school together, Bible College. Um, Brother Dan Sumter and Sonia, of course. And then um, maybe uh, later after I joined here, I thought they were dating. Somebody told me they were dating. But I thought that they were brother and sister. <laughs> <coughs> so, well done. I thought uh, you and Sonia were brother and sister, and now you are dating? <laughs> what are you doing here? So why do you think, uh, why did you think that we are brother and sister? So I said, uh, because we have the same nose. Maybe some of you, you may not understand. <laughs> when he, uh, Pastor Dan Santo came to visit our church uh, during his preaching, he said, I, first time I uh, understood uh, what he was talking, he said, uh, I didn't like him. He said, uh, he didn't like him, like me. <laughs> but he said, the reason he didn't like me of course, it's uh, not bad way, but good ways. I don't remember, but uh, whenever I came to Bible college, when I came into class, I always, uh, hey, brother, smile. Be rejoicing in the Lord. And uh, one morning, he was uh, something happened to him. He was not happy at all, but I was happy. And uh, always, uh, he saw me happy face, uh, and uh, always, uh, told him, be happy, rejoice in the Lord. Isn't it Bible said he's rejoicing the Lord? Every time I said, man, I don't like it. But uh, we uh, became wonderful brother in the Lord, and I loved him dearly. And um, of course, uh, I loved Dr. Santa dearly. It has been already that many years the Bible said uh, our lifetime average, Psalms chapter 90, 10, 70 and 80. And Dr. Samta went to be with the Lord, uh, 79. Also, by the way, you have a wonderful preacher, James Samta III. Yesterday, as I watching him, to preach and lead the funeral service. Wow. Dr. Santos, a great grandson, and Pastor Dan Santos, his son. God has raised a great preacher. I was so happy. I was so comforted, and I'm so glad God has raised this wonderful man of God. I believe with all my heart, God will use him great way. When I left here, Pastor Santa gave me 
the book as a gift. There was a concordance. That time, can you imagine, <laughs> 30, four, five years ago, we didn't have uh, technology as of today. I needed the concordance. So he bought concordance, uh, gave it to me, and then uh, put some encouraging words, and then uh, he put Proverbs chapter 3, 5, 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. I memorized. We recite during our family devotion. Whenever I pray for my children, I pray for them, Lord, help them, help them trust in the Lord with all their heart. Lean not their own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him. I pray every day for my children about these verses. It's just amazing how Dr. Dan Samter guided me in my ministry. Every time I need to make a decision, I asked him to pray for me and ask for his wisdom. Always he met my need in those times. The one of the things I had to make a decision about Compassion Ministry for North Korean starving children. So what happened, <clears throat> let me give you a little bit uh, history. I got contact current our field uh, missionary. I saw actually on uh, Baptist Tribune, have you forgotten? North Korea. When I saw that little article, I knelt down. I prayed, asked the Lord to forgive me. I mean, by the, guy, by the grace of God, I was born in South Korea. Thank God for that. But still, North Korea is same our people. They eat while we eat. They speak the same language we speak. We share every culture simply because of this evil political system, region. The people who are born in North Korea, it's just a suffered of pain that we cannot imagine until I went there to see my own eyes. But let me share with you what God has done. This uh, missionary got saved 
and called as a missionary. He thought he may be called to go to Africa. But time went on as he prayed. Lord laid the burden on his heart to, to go to your own people to North Korea. You know, uh, North Korean government will not accept any missionary, any religious, you know, work there. He prayed, he prayed, and he had to apply to go to North Korea. The application form, what is your occupation? And that he supposed, he put there missionary. Of course, he will not be accepted. He will be rejected right away. He knew that. But he said, he began to pray. If this is your will, God, if this is your will for me to go to North Korea, just show me. I will write down. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to put missionary. Still, you let me go to North Korea, then I will know your calling is for sure. So um, he wrote it down as a missionary. How North Korean government responded to him is just unbelievable. It's God's hand. They said, wow, because already they knew who he was. When he applied, he knew. Uh, North Korean government knew who he was. Because a lot of um, uh, Korean so-called uh, the pastors uh, in America or in South Korea try to go to North Korea uh, as a businessman. They do not reveal their real identity. North Korea knows, but uh, you know, sometimes they accept, sometimes reject. But this case, <laughs> the missionary, how God works the heart of North Korean government who uh, was handling that paper and talk to each other, wow, this guy is a very honest man. He's not going to lie to when he wrote it down, that he's a missionary, he, he not, he's not going to hurt us or he's not going to lie to us. He's a very honest man. So they trust in him. Okay, then come on. And what they did uh, for our field missionary, even you can bring the Bible with you. You can bring the Bible with you and your family. Can you imagine how he was shocked? Later when I heard only God can do that. And then <clears throat> he started the actually noodle factory. Every day, 4,000 people in that particular city eat their noodles. And we raised a kind of large money, not you know, billion dollars so forth, but uh, several thousand dollars we 
have raised, we send him to help him to start a noodle factory with many Americans, uh, our fellowship churches together. But you know, somehow God laid the burden on my heart. We must do something for our own people there in North Korea. So uh, we raised the money and we sent, we raised the money we sent and start the noodle factory and then 4,000 people every day, they are fed. And then one day, our field ministry, uh, uh, missionary invited me to come see with your own eyes what's going on here. Well, I didn't know what to do. Uh, if you ask me, are you scared? Yes, I, I was. I was scared. But he said, uh, uh, Pastor Kim, don't worry about it. Um, already, North Korean government uh, gave permission for you to come to visit. OK, I will come. And I did. <clears throat> You said, uh, you want to give me a time, as much as I need, right? All right, OK. OK, I might do until you stop me. All right. <clears throat> so I arrived the first time in my life in China, because there's no uh, diplomatic relationship uh, with America and North Korea. I had to go through uh, uh, China. And <clears throat> from China to uh, entrance uh, the border of North Korea, it took two hours and a half that we drove there. Once I arrived there, oh my goodness, the checking everything. Everything, my, <laughs> everything. <laughs> I kept praying, I kept praying, let me go through. I kept praying. As soon as I arrived the other side, of China and those Korea side, two men came join the vehicle. One from from American version CIA. One from immigration. They sat on both sides. I just middle here. <laughs> and from there to um, factory. It took more than two hours, but not the road was not paved. Can you imagine? Literally, and I, I got so hurt on my back. And then these guys, uh, jokingly told me, uh, they they know I am pastor, but they are not supposed to call me pastor but they called, called, called me teacher. That's what they uh, you know, instructed to call. The teacher, I think it is a good massage on <laughs> you. The rough road, uh, two hours, I felt like uh, several hours. But by the grace of God, we got there, and I saw running factory. It's a, it was just amazing, unbelievable. People in line, they enjoy it. Then not even um, with uh, flour noodles, but the 
corn noodles because corn noodles are much cheaper. And then I stayed there for one week, maybe second, third day, the mission missionary, field missionary, came, told me, Pastor Kim, it is an unusual thing happened today. What is that? Usually, North Korean government does not want to show to foreigners some places. They don't want to show their misery. It's okay. So where are we going? I mean, even our field missionary was shocked because North Korean government official were wanted to take me to that orphanage. But I was instructed by our uh, missionary, you should not show your feeling. No matter what you see, just calm down. Do not show any your feeling. So I understood what that meant. So here I was. They took me to the orphanage, about 430 poor children, starving children were there. I was kind of shocked that all looks like cross eyes. They cannot see, uh, you know, directly. Later I found out, and all, they were born and skin. Literally, born and skin. Because of male nutrition, their eyes are like a cross eyes. I didn't say anything. I just uh, became numb. And then <clears throat> the man, one of the men who always followed me, told me, teacher, would you help these children? And then <clears throat> later that night, we went to a restaurant with a field missionary and other two men. The guy who asked me, sir, sir teacher, why don't you help these kids? didn't eat the meal. So, but I had to eat, I had to kind of enjoy. I have to show to them I'm enjoying here. If I'm kind of show I'm scared or something I am nervous, then they will, they will suspicious about me. So I have to keep smiling. I think that was the best way wherever I go. 
So I keep smiling. Wow. Wow. Also, I was not allowed to take a picture, uh, anything I want to take a picture. I have to ask if I take a picture. If I don't, then big trouble. Can I take a picture? Okay. Can I take a picture this one? No. And then <clears throat> that, um, so I asked him, why you don't eat? And he said, because of what I saw this morning in orphanage, I just cannot eat. Even myself, I have two kids. I didn't say anything, but later, the missionary told me, I don't think uh, he was a fake. He was a serious. And then I came to my hotel room. By the way, since uh, I was allowed to take uh, my Bible with me when I went into North Korea, oh my goodness, I got the English Bible. But there's one condition. Once you brought in your Bible with you, when you leave this place, you must take your Bible with you. That's the absolute condition. If I leave my Bible there, oh my goodness, I'm going to be arrested. But I put the Bible in my hotel room. I had a devotion just I, I had at home. And I took a picture. It was amazing. In North Korea, in North Korea hotel room, I got the Bible. Of course, they were watching me. They were watching me. Uh, I had to take a shower only certain hour, only that time, uh, hot water comes. <laughs> so, um, and then, <clears throat> I began to pray in my hotel room. I almost cried, but I couldn't, because they watching me, and they all wire everywhere. But I kept praying, Lord, he asked me to help these poor kids. What can I do? How can I do? So I discussed with the field um, missionary what can I do? And he said, if you could feed one egg, one egg in a week, even there will be help, great help. So how much would it cost? He gave me that time the price, but it was not small money, 400 uh, kids. And I came back. You know what? I felt so guilty for almost a couple years. Every time I tried to eat something, I saw that kiss. And the first, first Sunday since I came back, I preached out of the New Testament. You know, Jesus said, even they are Three days hungry, they didn't eat. But Jesus said, I cannot let them go with hunger. 
give them to give them something to eat. You know the story. Five bread, uh, two pieces of five bread, whatever. <laughs> okay, five thousand men alone. He fed. They only were gone hungry for three days. Jesus did not let them go with hunger. These North Korean starving children last 50 years gone hungry. Literally, a lot of people dying without food. And I came to um, our church, home church. I shared uh, my heart with uh, our church members. We must do something. We are responsible. We are more given. We are more responsible. We must do something. But one point, uh, I began to think uh, one act in one week uh, is too little. What if we make uh, maybe five acts in a week? How much would it cost? And then our church alone cannot do it. At that point, uh, I discussed uh, with Dr. Samter. As I mentioned yesterday, in short, he said uh, he listened very carefully and seriously. He understood my heart. And he said, Brother Kim, why don't you write down what you said to me? write down in four pages. That's how we did. Now, maybe you have seen, we send, uh, um, you know, from time to time, we send uh, DVD. Uh, actually, Pastor Dan Samta invited me several times. I am so sorry. I, I really apologized. I couldn't come. So, uh, it's just uh, but by the grace of God, this church and Landmark Baptist Church in Elkins, West Virginia, and our church, three of our church together, we have fed thousands of starving children it's just amazing. Maybe you never seen, maybe you can go out, there's a foyer there. The picture, the eggs, later it, it improved and rise. Then children who are just, a, just a, uh, skin and what? Uh, skin and bones now become normal children looking. You can take a look there. But how we do that? <clears throat> we um, get, by the way, your church and Landmark Baptist in Elkins. Every month, the first week of the month, <laughs> almost the same time, your church and their church came. Every month, even Dr. Santa, I saw always uh, 
Brother Crane once, he sent me, who gave how much? And there's a Dr. Sumter and Mrs. Sumter. Even until January, it was an amazing blessing. So we sent to a thousand dollars to uh, BBFI, and they're sent to a um, bank in China. Our missionary got the money, the buying the truck loaded the food, the rice and uh, rice and eggs and corns. So every month, we send every month BBFI uh, and send uh, in China in the bank and our uh, field missionary got China and got the money and buying the food. From the beginning, um, he uh, kind of had a, uh, I mean, he had a, some kind of agreement with the North Korean government. We are not going to give your hand even penny. We will provide directly. So the money we give to God do not go around in the hand of the North Korean government like that. Our field missionary got the money from us and bought the food, truckloaded, go to North Korea and fed them, feed them directly. So even not even single penny is not in, in the hand of those Korean government. You know, Dr. Samter really, really encouraged me and helped me, this ministry. I cannot believe this has been already 10 years. So 10 years ago, first time I went there, and two years ago, I went to Fiji second time. When I went to Fiji second time, it was a little different uh, kind of atmosphere, how they saw me, how they treated me. The first time I went, nobody, care, nobody cared. <laughs> I really, um, I don't know. I just keep smiling on them. But this time, the hotel I stayed came down in the morning. All workers came. That's the Korean way, bow head. That's a very uh, <laughs> the, um, kind of respect. Um, how are you this morning, sir? Did you have a good sleep last night? Wherever I went, they knew who I was, why I was there. I found out, you know what? Our field missionary asked the children, do you know where this food come from? How they responded? They pointed like this. We have not just provided the physical food. God's love has planted in their minds and soul and their heart. I saw the difference. So we will continue until 
there's no need for this ministry. But by the grace of God, and because of your church, And personally, my family gives every month average $320 more every month for those Korean starving children. My family alone gives missions more than $2,000 every month. I just learned a long time ago Jesus said, it is more blessed to give and to receive. When I practice, practice this, I know how God has responded our obedience. So um, it's just a, a great blessing that, uh, you know, I want to share uh, tonight actually about uh, this from the, the Bibles. Let me turn over Psalm chapter Shall we read all together this uh, verse 9? Let's begin. He has uh, dispersed, uh, he has uh, given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. And 2 Corinthians 9 9, New Testament, 2 Corinthians 9 9, actually the quoted from this verse in New Testament. 2 Corinthians 9 9. 2 Corinthians 9 9, Bible said, as it is written, he has dispersed abroad, he has given to the poor, his righteousness remains forever. You know, until we began to this ministry, I never, honestly, I never realized, even the same Bible, all my life, I never seen how much God cares for the poor. It's just unbelievable, the Bible about, about the poor, 199 times, about the needy, 37 times, so all together, 236 times. And I thought, when God talks about the poor this many times, I think it is so important to his heart. When this is so important to his heart, we should, we should also take this so important to all of us. That's why you have a practice. Thank you so much. I can, you know, I read the Bible so many times before we began to this ministry. I never 
sin I never seen. How much God talks, cares about the poor. You know, here, he has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. His righteousness remains forever. You know, when we come to um, New Testament, the young man, the rich man, came to Jesus. Maybe he want to be approved by him because, uh, uh, you know, he did uh, many good uh, works. But Jesus told him, if you want to have eternal life, why don't you sell your possession, give it to the poor? And here's Jack Hughes. He wanted to see Jesus. When Jesus came to his home, he said, I will sell my portions and give to the poor. And Acts chapter 8, Cornelius, he gave a lot of arms, arms giving. And Bible said, God remembered, God heard your prayer. You know, I cannot go through all these verses. Bible so many times, 236 times, repeatedly, over and over and over and over and over, God said about the poor. I cannot ignore what God said that many times. When God said repeatedly, not only it is important, but so much emphasis. So I'm so glad, I'm so glad God has given us this wonderful opportunity, wonderful opportunity to give the starving children in North Korea. You know, there are many poor all over the world. I'm not talking about in America and homeless. I think America here in homeless, I think that's their choice. But in North Korea, that's not their choice. They are forced, they are forced to be poor. You know, when I got there first time, one lady who worked in a restaurant, he asked me, um, did you fly, did you fly over here? So I said, yes, I did. She said, my wish, lifetime wish, just one time, I wish I could fly. And in North Korea, even they are not able to move one location, another location, unless they get permission. So um, it's just uh, amazing the freedom we enjoy in this country and abundant food we enjoy in this country. 
But even in this hour, we cannot, we cannot provide all the poor in North Korea. But somehow, God gave me opportunity to show, to see the misery in one particular city. And I pray every day, one day, by the power of God, this regime is collapsed. And I believe with all my heart, whole city may come to our Savior. I really believe that. I just, when I went to a couple years ago, I saw God's hand everywhere. So people's face different, and they so much um, kind of appreciation. They try to show their appreciation. Even though they are not allowed to um, share or tell something from their mind, but let me tell you, God knows their heart. In their heart, in their mind, God's love already is working. It's an amazing thing. You know, um, the Bible so many times, that many times, God said, we all need to listen seriously. And I'm so glad God has given me that opportunity to see that misery with my own eyes and um, with your church and other fellowship church together we have been able to literally save their lives from starving. You know, before they hear the gospel, we should let them live. So um, that's the whole purpose. We provide the need, their physical need, so let them live. And then one day, they freely, Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. Thank you so much. What you have done last 10 years, that's the Bible said, your righteousness remains forever. What you have done, the starving children, is a righteous action before God. God will remember. God will remember your righteous act before God. I think every time you give, we give to the Lord, and Lord give to them. And God will be well pleased. Thank you so much. And keep praying for this ministry. Keep praying for uh, me and my church. And then keep helping us so we can uh, help more starving children get survived. So they can be one day, truly, they survive. And then they praise the Lord out of their mouths. Thank you so much what you have done. And thank you so much what you're going to do. Thank you, Pastor.